Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi, welcome to Healing Journeys Today. My name is Nikki Weller and I am so happy to have you all here. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, Thanks for coming. Um, I am excited about what God wants me to share with you, as always, but I really am. the Whatever he decides for now, that is today's daily bread, that is his heart now, it's just always beautiful and brings life. So, yay, I'm glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Okay, let's talk about what God's talking about. I'm excited about it. Or as I say to my kids, I'm excited. So it's always good to teach your kids wrong ways to say things because you just like the way it sounds, right? Like that's a parent's, just, that's the way I am. So uh, this week as I was talking with the Lord about what he wanted to share with you, I kept hearing in my heart the words chasing peace, chasing peace. And I was like, well, aren't we all chasing peace in um, the climate and the way the world is right now? Chasing peace. And I'm like, okay, how? What does that look like? And the Lord was like, well, let me show you something in the word. And he took me to Isaiah 26, 3, and it says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. It's also said this way, He will keep in perfect peace whose mind is set on you because he trusts in you. And I've taught about this before, but it's like, Lord, how do I set my mind on you? And what part of you? In the word, it's you're the provider, you're the healer, you're the lover, you're a sovereign Lord, you're the God, our defender, you're Jesus, you're the Holy Spirit, you're God, the father, like what part of you do I focus on to, to stay in peace? Um, and he's, he showed me this. Well, so I'm, I'm meditating on chasing after peace. And he had already told me Isaiah and I'm like, okay, what part of you, what part of you? And he said, well, this is the part for you now. And I want you to share with you. Excuse me. Oh, the lip gloss. Anyway. So I was tucking my children into bed and at this point in my life I still tuck them in every night and I know that this season is fleeting and I'm kind of holding on to it as long as possible those moments before bed even though there's some nights that I'm just like if you could just make me not move right now and put yourself to bed that would be great but most nights I love it um I was tucking the kids into bed and I was pulling an extra blanket up on my daughter because she was cold And I had kissed my son and I said in my heart, Lord, I'm so thankful they're safe and I'm so thankful they're warm and I'm so thankful they're tucked in securely and they know I love them. And I went to step outside my son's door and the Lord said, I'm so thankful you're safe. I'm so thankful you're warm. I'm so thankful you're secure and you know I love you. And it made me start crying (laughs) And I just had this peace just settle down in, in the, the bottom of my belly. As if I say, oh no, I'm crying. Oh no. Nikki, it's okay to cry. Yeah, I know, but come on now. <laughs> but I, in that moment, I saw so clearly the father's heart that wanted to help, that wanted to be there for me, that wanted me to be secure and not... I want my children to be happy, but that's not my greatest concern for them. My greatest concern for them is for them to know the love of God for themselves and to be safe and to be secure and to be provided for 
and to make wise decisions. And I know that that is true of God. Okay, keep moving. If my nose ever gets red, you'll know Nikki's crying. It's like a, it's like a, it's a sign. But so, <clears throat> if we have the correct picture of God, it is as our loving Father. Then we expect to see His protection, His provision, and His redemption in our life. And if we walk in our life expecting to see Him be all those things to us, we have peace. And I believe today God wants to give each of you a revelation, an understanding, a knowing that He is your good Father who loves you, who is for you, and who wants you to be safe and warm and secure and know that you are loved and that will keep you in peace. So um, now let's read this verse again. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, your good, their good father, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So as the week has gone on and some other crazy things happen in the world because the times, um, I have, my heart has gone back to that revelation of the Father's love and desire for relationship and for me to be helped and secured. And I have just felt peace, settled peace. It's a place I can return back to. I wrote this, we can dwell in peace and fix our thoughts on our Father because we know that his thoughts are fixed on us. His heart is for our well-being. And if you're teetering on that or you've never had a personal revelation that God is for you, that he is for your well-being, that he actually, his thoughts are fixed on yours. Andrew Womack says, you know, he carries his pic- your picture around in his wallet. Um, that is the truth. That's the love letter that the word of God maps out for us is this father who loves us. And I know that there are other facets about him that we can fix our mind on that do bring peace. But right now, this revelation of a loving father who wants to help us, um, that is the father's heart pouring out to the world right now. And that's what not just the church needs, not just the Christians need. But I believe as we carry this revelation of a good father whose mind is fixed on us, who wants to help us and be there for us to the world around us that's hurting. They will respond because that's what they want. They want to be wanted. They want to be loved. They want to be seen. They want to be protected. They want to be cared for. They want to know that something greater than themselves wants them and is concerned for them. Excuse me. And so... I, I wrote this next. What was it? No, it was a scripture. I could pull this up, but <clears throat> let's just read it from here, shall we? <laughs> Psalms 56, 8 through 13. It says this. I This is from the Passion Translation. Um, often people ask me, what translation are you reading from? Most of the time it is from the New Living Translation or the Passion Translation. Those are just what I tend to prefer. Um, <clears throat> the, Psalms 56, 8 through 13 says, You've kept track of all my wandering and my weeping. 
You've stored my many tears in your bottle. Not one will be lost, for they are all recorded in your book of remembrance. The very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of battle turns and my enemies flee. This is one thing I know. God is on my side. I trust in the Lord and I praise him. I trust in the word of God and I praise him. What harm can man do to me? With God on my side, I will not be afraid of what comes. My heart overflows with praise to God and for his promises. I will always trust in him. So I'm thinking, thanking you with all my heart, with gratitude for all you've done. I will do everything I promised you, Lord. For you have saved my soul from death and my feet from stumbling, so that I can walk before the Lord, bathed in the life-giving light. Ooh, that's some good stuff right there. But let's go back. Verse 9 says this again. The very moment I call to you <coughs> for, pardon me, the very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. I call to him for a father's help and he answers me. He is a good father. And every time I say good father, I hear Nicole Marbach in my head because she talks about our good father all the time. And I love that. Or Cindy Mazes where she talks about Papa God. He is our Papa God. He is our good father. And what good father does not respond when their babies are calling for help? What good father doesn't see the danger coming that they didn't even see coming and head it off for them? What good father doesn't come when their teenager comes to them and says, Daddy, I've screwed up. And he says, okay, let's go. Let's fix it together. That's our good father. He is so good. So the very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. I pray that you have a revelation that God is on your side. In fact, he's right here with you. He's ready to move the very next step forward with you because he loves you and he made you for relationship and he made you to need him. So he wants you to need him. He wants you to call to him so that he can answer you. He loves 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 you. How we chase after peace. I wrote this. This is Nikki words. The words, the words of Nikki. <clears throat> How we chase after peace is to pursue a proper picture of our father God. Search him out in his words. <clears throat> And allow your heart picture to settle on the truth. He is your loving father who is for you. Now that's just the truth. I understand that some of us need to understand that he is the Lord our healer and have a greater revelation of that. I understand that some of us need to um, learn how to acquire the joy of the Lord that is our strength or learn how to cast our cares on him. And just throw it as feed. I understand that. But I believe as we get a revelation of God, our good father, who is for us, that our understanding of his love will grow. That our the joy of the Lord, that our, our strength will bubble up from inside of us because we know he's for us. 
um, that the casting of our cares will be like, oh, you're this big, wonderful God who loves us, who is bothered none when we cast our cares on him. In fact, he's like, he's like a father standing in a field. I see uh, the Lord standing there and he's like, you have a baseball in your hand and he's like, throw it to me. Come on, give it. Let's play catch. Come on, give, give, give it to me. Come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. That's how God is about the things that are bothering us. I'm so ready to catch that for you, baby. I'm so ready to take that from you, baby. I'm so ready to process that with you, baby. That's what God is. And you might say, well, how do I get a revelation of this? How, how do I, how do I give a revelation? One, you go talk to him. Some of you want revelation, but you don't want to talk to him. You just want to complain to him or you want other people to tell you about their revelation and then you catch it like a virus or something. Well, that's not, that's not real. Go talk to him and say, Lord, show yourself to me. Lord, show me in the word where I see this, that it would, that resonates down deep in my heart. Um, Lord, confirm, send people to confirm what you're saying to me. Send teaching to confirm what you're saying to me. Send signs and things that I just know is you that prove to me, oh, that's you. It's not, this isn't a testing thing. God wants to prove himself to you. Trust is an earned thing. It's not just given. And so God knows this. He wants to earn your trust. Talk to him, ask him, and he will show up. And if you are um, in any way being not reverent or whatever, um, God will slowly build you to maturity to where you walk um, and speak to him in whatever way is right and bring honor to him. But if you are a young kid that doesn't know how to show respect to your parent, they want to talk to you as you mature. And so go talk to him and be a kid and go talk to him and not know and need a parent to help you. And he will meet you and he will do that. I would open the Word of God. I would go to the Gospels, which is the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I would, those books are, it's where the, the story of Jesus, well, the whole book is Jesus, but the, in Matthew, it goes from Jesus' conception all the way until his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension, and the early church. It, it shows you Jesus' life, and the Word says that Jesus is a picture of the Father, uh, he did nothing that he didn't see his father doing. And so the loving Jesus who said, don't always let the children come to me. That's our loving father. The loving Jesus that flipped over the tables in the temple to defend his father's house, to um, up upheave what was wrong thinking. That's our loving father. The Jesus that fed the 5,000. Is it 5,000? I just blanked. That's our loving Father. The Jesus that would stop and show compassion for the woman at the well and see her when no one else would see her and would say, go and sin no more. Your sins have been forgiven. That is our loving Father. You will see him in there. It will renew your mind. And this picture of this God who is for you will come alive in your heart. That's how you do it. I, I was getting this teaching together this week and... <coughs> I said, Lord, we're just back to your to relationship with you. We're back to talking about your heart for them again. And he goes, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> He's like, that's what you're called to do. So guys, that's what I'm called to do. I'm called to share about having a personal love relationship with Jesus. 
And um, right now he wants to focus on his father's heart, who he sends a father's help right when you call, right when you call. And any lies of the enemy that says he's not there for you, he's not working it out for your good, um, there is not peace for you. Your mind is too messed up for you to stay on him and receive peace. That is the liar. That is the enemy of your soul who's out seeking to devour you. But the word says he will keep in perfect peace whose mind is set on you because he trusts in you. So let the word of God show you who this good father is that you can trust, that you will choose to set your mind on. And when the enemy comes and spins you out or distracts you, that picture will call you back, call you back to talking to him, to loving him to trusting him and then your eyes will open and go oh you were always there oh you've turned so much for good oh you've redeemed so much father oh you have so many good things in store for me i have hope of a hope and a future i have peace i chase peace by pursuing relationship with this good father that is a worthwhile place to put my energy and it will only bring life only, 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 only. So let me pray for you guys. No, 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 no. Excuse me. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I love it when God shares his heart. It, um, is there anything better? I think not, except that we receive it. But let me pray for you guys. Hi, Lord. Thank you for wanting us. Thank you that your mind is fixed on us. And thank you that you're just waiting right there to send a father's help. Lord, I pray for each heart of every person listening. I thank you that today something will ring true to them that they will just grip onto. Um, I see kids. <laughs> Did you ever do that thing where you would sit down? Uh, you would face an adult and you would sit down on their foot with your bottom and wrap your legs and wrap your arms around their leg and then they would walk, trying to walk with this kid strapped on them like a monkey. I see you guys doing that in my heart where you're like, oh, hi, dad, you're awesome, yes. And you sit down on his foot and wrap your arms and your legs around his foot and he just goes with you. Oh, that's beautiful, Lord. Lord, I thank you that we are sitting on your feet and we are wrapping our feet around you and giggling as you walk with us. I thank you for daily relationship where you walk with us and you talk with us and you remind us of how much you want us, how we were wanted and planned for, how we're provided for. I thank you for your father's heart. I thank you for every person watching now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for restored relationships, strained relationships with between family and friends being restored as we know that you want us and then we can respond with love and want and desire for one another. I thank you for restoration in the name of Jesus. I thank you for financial miracles and breakthrough breaking out right now in the name of Jesus as we know that our Father provides for us and He is a good Father. I thank you for that now in Jesus' name. Lord, I think I see someone, you're in a sick bed and you can't get up and you <coughs> you feel terrible. And I see the Father, you, you call to Him and He comes right over and I see Him tucking your blanket up by your chest and just stroking your hair. And then telling you how he has healing. I see healing right in his pocket. 
for you and you receive it because you perceive him as wanting to give it to you. Lord, thank you that we perceive you for who you are and for every good thing that you have for us. I thank you for the great exchange where we give you all the yuck, all the undone and all the hurt and brokenness and we receive everything you give to us. I thank you that you came to give us hope and a future and I thank you that eyes to see the one who will walk us into hope and a future while we're in peace. Opening eyes in Jesus name. Amen. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.